Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Good afternoon and welcome back to TF&P 30 Flirty and Perishing with Radiant Delicious Queen, Clara Kavanagh. Hello! And me, Sophie. What were you about to say? <laughs> you sounded a lot like Veronica Corningstone there, you know, from um, Anchorman. Christine Applegate. What? Yeah, you did, when you did that intro. Oh, God. It sounded like, you know, thanks for know. stopping by, San Diego. Oh, you should do that at the end. (laughs) (laughs) 30 Fairly Embarrassing is what the girlies are chatting about. The people, the general mass of people around the age of 30, hoping to have life figured out by now. But sadly, and surely, you just (laughs) fucking don't. And look, let's wallow it together. It's grand that you're still not a homeowner or don't have any of your life sorted out because we're your brethren and neither do we. We're your what? Brethren, like your brothers, your... Your family, oh, so your karja. Yeah. So I, you know the way like we're mainly gal listeners. I've got yeah. loads of guys. I know I think straight that, guys. Yeah, and the yeah. guys, the gals, the gays. Yeah, Every, anyone who's perishing. The community, or mm-hmm. just like wants to, like wants a a nosy of what's going on. A peek behind the curtain at the girly chats. Yeah. Um. So we're back in my wonderful Balinese bedroom ambiance. It is. I came in here with the lights fully on. I was like, I had no idea the walls were white. I know, but now it's psychedelic again. But now it's giant. It's psychedelic. Yeah, I've got my Himalayan sea salt lamp on Mm -hmm. for good vibes. Yes. I've got a box of donuts. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which I nearly threw my elbow into. Yeah. And a nice candle. Uh, And a lovely little plant. So to all the listeners, please close your eyes and just envision that. Himalayan sea salt lava lamp, a box of donuts, a candle and Clara and I. (laughs) Is that not heaven? <laughs> so let's kick things off. What we're loving and hating from the week is Shadoring is testing. Up you go with the big smile hey, on your face. Up she goes. <laughs> well, I do Shador first. Yeah, cover. I was away with work for a few days at like a trade exhibition thing. And at the stands, they need something to entice people to come over. Mm. There are so many sweeties. Oh. <laughs> like my kind of sweeties, like love hearts, <gasps> drumsticks, yeah. refresher bars. Mm, the little mini ones. Yeah. Um, and then they would have like chocolate, which I also love. Getting those little things of sweeties. Um, They're so nostalgic. I know. And then you don't want to be that person going up 
just taking the sweets and leaving. Yeah. So you have to pretend to loiter to look at their service. Yeah, read and a then pamphlet go, or And two. then sort of look like, oh, okay. And then you take the sweeties. But um, if there's no one there, full. you're left. It's like being left uh, in a candy shop. <laughs> or like on the way out, there was a big, like twisty Tupperware thing filled with like all the like refreshers and stuff like that and drumsticks. And no one was at the thing. And it was like 6 p.m. And I put my mitten oh. in and took some. <laughs> Sweeties. Just kept on going. <laughs> so you're just wearing sweeties. Yes, free sweeties. Free sweeties. I ate some home on the train. It was fabulous. Oh. Little sugar rush. And donuts. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. What about you, Clara? What are you adoring? I'm adoring the kindness of strangers. Oh. Yeah. My beautiful pal Liv was over for the weekend. Okay. We'd had a whole hoot of a time. Craig party planned the entire event. <laughs> And in the middle of moving home, I was like going from like cleaning a bathroom to sitting in a pub getting pissed on rosé. So it was like quite a, there was highs and lows to the weekend. Juxtaposition. Yeah. Like I was so hungover on the Saturday. I was trying to clean. I kept having to sit down. I was so hungover. So that Saturday, so it was a hungover Saturday. And you know, we went to a cosy pub, had a cosy dinner, ate shit tons of cheese. And then we're like, oh, here, we'll go for a few pints after. Like when we fully thought we'd just go home after the dinner. So, yeah, and you know that kind of, like, hangover drinking, you're like, it's very, you can drink loads and it's actually kind of hard to get a bit pissed. Okay. So we were over in Bow and we went to this pub called the Bow Bells. It, so it was grand, we were just having loads, loads of pints or whatever, it was great. And then we're like, okay, look, let's go home. It was closing and they, like, weirdly wouldn't let us into the the lock-in. And we're like, oh, come on. Why? They're like, oh, we, you, we just never met you before. And we're like, oh. fair. It's like, if we met you before, you could stay, but we haven't met you before. And we're like, what if we leave and come back? They were like, we have not met you before. Come on. So, come on. So then um, I, we, anyway, we left. We got some to-go beers and we uh, walked back to Craig's. But I was like, not, I'd had like rake of points, but I was not pissed. And I was wearing my coat and my phone was in my back pocket. Oh. And then this. I we smell were a foul plot of us. <laughs> we were about a hundred metres from the no. pub. And this galloping gazelle comes rushing towards me and we were like was this a pub goer who was this and they were like hello hello I'm like okay they're not angry and it was the beautiful barmaid terry with my handbag that i just left at the table and like that had my two house keys in it because i'm in I'm, i've just moved home i had the old house keys and the new house keys my wallet with like every single one of my cards and ever like my my ID and it had someone could have assumed, assumed your identity. Literally could have done. I I had a Man more lived. than usual. What I just walked out like got my phone off. I go see you later. Bye. Were you a bit tipsy? No. And I was like, oh my! I got I got such a fright. And this oh, beautiful Terry. Terry, such a good kindred spirit, who didn't need to do that and like. Also, we were a, like a far away from the pub. A lot of people would just be like, I'll put it behind the bar, she'll come back. And like, I, I would under, I have lost my bag more times than I care to admit. And I deserved to lose my bag. That night I did not deserve it. It just like totally fell out of my head. But if it wasn't that, if it has to be thanks for Terry. So if you're in the bow area and you see, see the bow bells, go in and go into Terry and um, tell him Clara was asking. Have a no drink idea. on Terry. Have a drink on Terry. Because <laughs> he won't remember. She won't remember me. Oh, that's lovely. It was divine. She saved you from having a really bad hangover. Oh my God. And I've been like, where should I even leave that it? That would have ruined your weekend. It really would yeah. have. 
So no, I had a great time. And then that just elevated the night. We got pizza and chips and we went to bed. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it's great. Pizza, really chips and Terry. So nice. <laughs> Terry's <laughs> kindness, keeping us warm. I just love having visitors though. It's just great. And you get to be a visitor in your own city. It's just... So yeah, anyway, what it are you... lovely. So lovely. What are you testing? My testing also comes from my work trip. Oh. At this event we were at, the desperation that comes out of people when they think a freebie is going Like is... you with the sweeties. <laughs> but sweeties, I understand. I'm like, they're sweets. Like, we've loved them since we were kids. It's like trick-or-treating in a corporate space. <laughs> God, that is what I just did for three days. <laughs> and it is October. I was professional trick-or-treating. Dressed as a sexy bitch instead of a sexy witch. <laughs> I did do adult trick-or-treating. <laughs> That's so good. That's exactly what I should get paid for. <laughs> anyway, the desire people have to have something just because it's free is weird Mm. we had like these they're basically like coffee cups you know keep cups Mm. and they're branded they're not nice like they're a random company name on them (laughs) the person has no relationship to the company the colors aren't great and they're just gasping to have it and their eyes like their eyes were kind of going wild like seeing like that it was free or they'd pick it up and pretend to be looking at it and then kind of literally kind of and I'll be like no 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 sorry they're literally just prototypes like no people will take anything if it's free they one of them was like I was like oh sorry we're actually you can't take this prototype and then they picked up a business card and they were like is this free to take oh. and it's like you're not no no they weren't being sarcastic oh I thought they were being sassy no no like the people the freebie thing sets people alight freebies in the gen pop don't go well no but then there was like people like my mum's age like or whatever it it was very odd it was just like they just want it because it's free and it's like your house is definitely a jumbo pile of garbage mm. piled on top of one another i think the people that are at those trade shows like you meet some eccentric people as well yeah it's people in the know in biz in the know or they're actually just there for an activity like a day activity they're not mm. in the industry but that was my jetas i was just like Please stop trying. Give me back my prototype. But please, you're not going to use it. Um, yeah, maybe they want it. They didn't. They just wanted it because it was free. Some people were coming up being like, are you giving anything free away? I know. I remember though going to, oh God, am I one of these people? I remember going to like the young scientists and you come home with bags of crap. Yeah, but that's like your students and stuff. These are fully grown people being <laughs> like, any freebies? What? Oh, it's like a keep cup is like a fiver and you can get nice ones. Why would you want one with a random company's name on it? It was so weird. Get the sweeties and leave. <laughs> I love that I did adult trick-or-treating all week. <laughs> anyway, that's my test. What's yours? I am just testing. So recently moved apartment and I am hating. I don't know where anything is. In your belongings? In my belongings. I know that feeling. I literally spent... 15 minutes last night looking for a towel and then I remembered it's still in the old apartment. I'm like, oh! Or something like a scissors or, you know, those things I you're know. like, I think I put it in here. Yeah. I wish in boxes, I'd, doc- Yeah, boxes, bags. 
So on Saturday, we're going to organize the mess and have like a closed corner of bags, you know, and the, the kitchen is sorted now and the bathroom. But like there's and we're going to do an emergency Ikea run to just get railings so we can just get the clothes up. You up. need like a week off when you move. Yeah. like They should give you time off. They should. I think it's like it's such an intense thing to do. And because it, the, it's a bit of a doer upper of a flat, like, you know, everything is very bare and it's like totally unfurnished. I have no furnish. All I have, my only furnishings are an Ikea desk and a duvet. That's it. Couple of lamps. Furniture. I own a lot of lamps. Yeah, so I just, I, I feel like I'm muddling through life quite blind. Disarray. And, then, and like, because a lot of my clothes are in like big suitcases, I'm reluctant to open them. So I'm like, then Pandora's you're like... Pandora's box. And then you're, then I'm like, am I wearing, like, you have to be very conscious that you're not wearing the same clothes all the time. We're waiting on a washing machine, so we have to go to the laundrette. It feels very... Oh, very New York. Ve- yeah, very New Fair, York. Was it coin laundry? Oh, Ooh know. la la! <laughs> you like that scene in Friends, you know, or... Um, yeah, with Ross the salt. Rachel, yeah. We actually had to do that in my last place, because the washing machine broke, and it was kind of fun. Do you guys share laundry? Well, in this case, yes. No, we wouldn't. Would you put normally like, your underpants together? <laughs> With have the my negligee. <laughs> what about your corsets? <laughs> Try clean only. Do the do the corsets go in with his suspenders? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder will I ever get to that point where I fully share laundry and have no inhibitions about it. I don't. I don't. Really I'd be a bit see. sort of prudish mi- mixing. Under, I would I underwear would, and stuff. Maybe not bras and stuff or socks, but underwear would be pretty prudish. But look, I don't really want you seeing my underwear. Oh, I like in know. that. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd rather I them just be used, in a nice drawer. Oh, un unworn, <laughs> unused, yes. and unused. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care about that, and That's I also nice. don't really care about like. I'm not suggesting it be a long term thing, but I have no problem using another person's toothbrush. You mean someone you're going out with, or? Like a sister. I don't think oh, I Oh, Jesus, no. A sister or sister, mix? Sister, no. Oh, I don't know if I would want to use a boy's toothbrush. But if it was an emergency. If it was an emergency, yeah, fine. No, that's that, where then... I draw the line. Speaking of, at these events, some of the <laughs> breath, the halitosis, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Has no one copped on to the fact that you need to have chewing gum or breath mints on you, your person? <laughs> no, no, Just generally. Dental hygiene. But if you're not going to do that, just carry some mints with you. I uh, Like, I keep mints by my bed. Yeah. And, like, in all my bags. Like, it's not acceptable. No. Side note. And coffee breath. I am so fired up for my trick-or-treating. <laughs> Side note, Ellen DeGeneres, when, remember she got called out? Yeah. Mm. One of the things they said that she was just so intolerant and, like, just a she-devil. Anyone going into a room, they had mints outside and they had to have a mint before they went inside because she would not tolerate anything but like minty breath. Oh my God. I kind of see where she's coming from, but because she sounds like such a tyrant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, that's just one step too far. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. Ellen. I didn't hear that one. Ellen. Ellen. Yeah, I know. Um, Even like on the overground coming here and I'm on the overground a lot now because I have a new commute. I love the overground. But oh my god, do you get some s- s- scents, smells, even like over-perfumated people, women, <gasps> which is like intoxicating. I'd rather that than You'd rather smell. that, but sometimes it's like, oh my god, I'm in a smog here. And then you have like the BO, then you have like the weird smelling people. It's just a lot. It's kind of steamy. Ugh. There's a... I need a mask. There's a bar on Broadway Market 
and I went in there. I think I'd only been in there once before. The scent in there. I don't want to say their name just in case. <laughs> I don't know why how they haven't been shut down. The scent in there, I honestly was like, is is that like it smells like a toilet? Ew. And I was like, are we actually sitting here like breathing this in? Like I was, and then I went to the bar, and then a guy next to me. <laughs> Oh. And then his friends were like, oh my God. And I was like, you've just made this worse. Like, I don't want to be in here anyway. Oh, so he had a little People... accident? No, like. Oh, he just stunk. No. <laughs> I he pooed his pants. What happened? <laughs> I'm I trying hate to pretend. Like... the word, like he had gas. <laughs> oh, he was just tooting up a storm. At the bar. But the place already stank of like urine, etc. It smelled like a toilet. So he was complimenting. The and he was just adding to it. And I was like, why am I paying for a drink in this shack? Oh my. Ew. Yeah. If it gets any worse, I'll say the name. Yeah. That's one thing with winter because we're inside more. Oh, I can actually smell it now. Ugh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This week, tables are turning. Yeah, we got a message. We did. We got a message from a male. Let's keep it anonymous. Yeah, it's anonymous from a male. And they said they had listened to a few episodes. They haven't listened the whole, to the entirety of it. But they had dipped in and out. And they said that they felt that sometimes we were only giving one side of the coin mm-hmm. on stuff like, you know, like relationships, mm-hmm. etc. between boys and girls. And obviously we're girls so we're going to give the girls side of things mm-hmm. but we don't want to not give a 360 view <laughs> we're researchers yeah we're philanthropists philanthropists <laughs> we're caregivers no I'm joking <laughs> so we wanted to give a 360 view and they said they felt like it, some of the stuff is a bit one sided mm-hmm. so this week's episode is about trying to right that wrong yes rotate the table mm-hmm. they wanted to hear our kind of perspective on because I think we uh, throughout all the episodes we've done it's like we've talked a fair bit about relationships and like we've had certain theories and certain well Clara theories for one or like projections that we put on to living life large in your 30s what we've done for today's episode is we've gone into the science to kind of explain certain things and (laughs) one thing that I want to explore is because I think a lot of when you're going into your 30s or settling into your new beautiful decade uh, relationships play a big part in that and 
I suppose the undercurrent of that is commitment. So what we thought would be cool to, exp- cool to explore is your relationship with commitment. Well, firstly, society charts us all based on quite prehistoric things like you must have the job, you must have the house, you must have the f- partner yeah, yeah. and the, the, the marriage and the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence, blah, blah, blah. And when people aren't at those levels as a society, we judge them. Broadly, huge broad strokes there, generally speaking. Well, sorry, what we think that underpins that is it's actually just people's relationship to commitment. Because I think we live in a world now where people are dating online. It's very uh, transactional. And you always think the grass is greener. Somebody else is better is going to come along. But I think our relationship with commitment has changed so it's gone from like our parents sorry, this is such a those cogs are beautiful technology has played a huge part in our relationship with commitment because of the all the variety we now have with apps yeah 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 it's like exacerbation of choice yeah you're almost drowning in the cho- choice, options yeah. yeah and i think that that has affected our relationship with commitment because you have people who deal with commitment in different ways so that you have some people who want to settle down because they want the safety of relationship then you have other people who maybe from what's happened in their past don't want to settle down and are allergic to commitment and then you have people who are just in a mutually beneficial relationship and want to commit to each other yeah but there's obviously lots of that's just three points but I think we have a few more points to add yeah that's exquisite yeah, I, yeah, I suppose well, it was. But I think yeah, it's 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 like it's less about settling down. I think it's actually it's for, you, if you look at it through a lens of what your relationship is with commitment. When I was in my twenties and teens and that, I always wanted a boyfriend. It's like always, like oh, when's the next one? Or you always wanted to be like kissing someone, or dating someone, blah blah blah. But then a lot of the times I came close to it like a good few times, say, over the course of a decade, maybe yeah. a, maybe a handful of times. But as it got closer, I found myself and with like some nice guys, some not so nice guys. But as it got closer to that, it getting serious, I'd bolt or like reject them or just totally shut down and go into my shell. Me not into it anymore. I'm not into it anymore. The closer it got. And yeah. I, I, I. I Whereas obviously like older, it's cha- it changed a bit, but like I wouldn't let anyone get very close to me Yeah, you in a romantic sense. So we are delving into this, trying to figure it out. We're going to cannonball into this. So before we get into the real sciencey bit of it, I read this amazing article on my massive train journey this morning. I was like, You were a scientist. I was literally enthralled. The journey went so fast. And it's a paper that we will um, link in the show notes. And what's it called? It's from the Journal of Family and Theory and Review, and it's called Commitment, Functions, Formation and the Securing of Romantic Attachment. Dun, dun, dun. By a good few very, very smart people. Enthralling. Mm. And in it, it talks about the attachment styles that are commonly discussed in like the literature around commitment. Oh, I love attachment styles. Mm. So there's secure, anxious and avoidant. So securely attached individuals view other people as reliably available and responsive to meet their needs. But in contrast, both anxious and avoidant are characterized by insecurity about whether important others will be there when needed. The anxiously attached person copes by trying too hard to secure love. 
or the avoidant person copes by resisting intimacy and kind of shutting down. Yes. So, so anxious is your Debbie. Yeah. So you got, and then avoidant is your bachelor. Okay. Okay. And secure is your run of the mill. On, run of the mill on, on offer is available. Mm-hmm. I think you can spot these people a mile away. I think there's there's very there's loads of different versions of what these three could be. There's definitely something in in certain girls when they're dating. It yes. can be like they have the, <clears throat> the ones with the high expectations. Like I always think when I guilty, <laughs> I always think of you, and I also think of there was Married at First Sight last year, and there was this girl, and she went in. I I, I didn't watch it. It was just this meme, and she went in, and she's like, "I want brown hair, green eyes, loads of tan, loads of tats." On one arm, but not on the other. And like, must wear these clothes, must drive this car, must do this. And it's like a whole list of like, you're just picking your favorite thing. And it's just getting the chance of that being a thing is lower and lower. Lower, lower, lower. And we've spoken about expectations before. Would that be an avoidance? No, I think that would be the anxious one. Oh, would it? I thought Because you're like, I need it, I need it, I need it. Oh, I don't know. Because you're just like, realistically, you're like, not good enough, not good enough. Because you're just shutting it down, then you're not open to it now. That's very, ooh, that's oh, good. Oh, shit. That's good. If you were to characterise you, yourself, <sighs> as, what is it, available? No, sorry, secure, anxious, or avoidance, 10 years ago, what would you say? Oh, avoidant. I'm the exact. Then I think I went into anxious, and then now it's secure. I think I've been avoidant up until maybe, maybe a year or two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd stand by that. But then there's also, like, the... Do you ever know these people who I like to know, I was calling them earlier the bouncer where they go and they'll date someone. It could be six weeks. It could be two years, but they'll go with someone. And then as soon as I guess starts getting like too deep or too emotional, they're like, oh, I'm out of here. And then wants like a new experience with somebody else. I know I, I'm not trying to point fingers, but I know a, a, a few boys like that. Mm. Yeah. Where they're just like. They bounce like it. and bounce and bounce to relationships. And then it's getting to a point where it's not fresh. Mm. And then they're saying no more. Yeah, yeah. And then they go again. Uh, yeah. It's like a little hamster wheel. I, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think like it could just be a six week fling of like, oh, let's try this out. And then they just repeat, copy, paste, repeat. Or it could be like uh, much longer. And then as soon as it starts getting serious, it's just like, no, I just need, I don't want to go very deep. And then that's obviously an avoidant person. But like, is it, are you, yeah, but are you avoiding the intimacy or are you avoiding like yourself? Because <gasps> if, if you, <laughs> because if you are like, sorry, if you start getting like a serious relationship and you start really getting in deep and then you know that this person's going to ask you or make you confront things, boom, gone, bounce. You have to expose yourself. Yeah. Expose yourself. You have to expose yourself. Warts and all. And like, and you just don't do that. Or they might be like, God, you're a bit funny about X. And you'd be like, no, I'm not. Mm. And they're like, no, you are. Like, that's, you know, blah, blah. And then you'd be like, fuck, they've, they've seen, they've pulled the sheet off. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh no, they've figured me out. Yeah, I better go. Got a dash. Best be gone, because I can't have someone knowing yeah. me like that. Mm. Fled in the night. <laughs> or... Here's another one to, for us to name. What drives people into relationships is that they just can't be on their own or they can't, they don't want to deal with like, not the vulnerability of being alone or like the... It, there's or, there's a certain amount of um, 
is it vulnerability? No, I, I, and I think it's more, it's less to do, it's, I think it's separate from the people who want to be in relationships, good or bad, and it's safe. This one is like, they're almost scared of themselves and what they'll do. You mean with their own thoughts? With their own, yeah. With, they just can't, a bit po- buck wild they or, just can't possibly be by themselves. Or they don't want to be on their own because they don't want to like, confront certain things. They want, they want the distraction of a relationship. Like codependency? I guess so. If codependency means never wanting to be on your... Like, like they just can't be by themselves. They can't function like Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that... Like, I obviously... I know a good few girls who are like that. Mm. Equally, like, boys after long-term relationships, a lot of them get into another relationship very quick. Mm. And then the statistics of widows and widowers. A widower moves on very, very fast compared mm-hmm. to a widow. Mm-hmm. And men deal with grief differently. Yeah. And it's almost kind of like they don't want to deal with that absence potentially. So they'll mm-hmm. just move on to something else. You know, like with a dog, when your dog passes yes. away, you buy, people buy a new dog immediately. Yeah. A, a good few men do that. Mm-hmm. And, and don't allow enough time for it to... To grieve, to no, like miss the person. And then it's like, well, I need a new thing. To process. Like we all yeah. know people like that. Nothing wrong with it. What do we call this person? They're just really rash. The rash? Yeah. And then there's also... Guess another one. The bolter. The bolter. The bolter. <laughs> so you're like... Dun, 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 like racing and racing and racing and you're, everything's going great and it's all going amazing and everything's perfect and everyone loves us and we're the best couple ever. And then... Wow, I'm going to do everything I can to self-destruct and destroy this relationship because we're getting too close to the aisle for my liking or, you know, as commitment gets closer and closer and closer, you say like a marriage, then they go, do you know what? I'm going to cheat on you as much as I can. I'm going to go MIA and I'm going to fuck shit up. And even though we've just bought a house together. Are these the couples that have been together for many a year? Yeah, like seven year each time. And they're, they do everything together, mm-hmm. all the holidays, they have the shared property, etc. And then when it comes to formalizing it, they fall at the last hurdle. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like in, in many ways, it can be dramatic. It can be cheating on you on your wedding day with the bridesmaid. <gasps> or it could be... Do you know someone who did that? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Well, I, I've heard of a story, but yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. Another um, wonderful boy, oh, man, yeah. was very forthcoming and he just said, you know, just don't judge me. Oh, and he's, he's, that's a Peter Pan. He's great though. No, it was in like, just, I like that, don't judge me. Like. Yeah, sort of playful, sort of innocent and childlike. <laughs> I gave him a ream of questions and I just said, look, could you just give us mm-hmm. a bit of what you think? And... He, sorry, he loves to date around. He's like a dating connoisseur. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, on the first date, like, what's your kind of move on the first date? And he just said very, like, casual, few drinks at a local bar, nothing too fancy. It's just the first date. And then nothing too formal until the third. Oh. And usually likes to get to second base. On the first date? On the first date. Nice, nice. Go on, Peter. The... <laughs> Peter. Peter. <laughs> then. Third date and then we go formal. <laughs> oh, shall I get my gown? <laughs> Grab me my corset and meet you in the bedroom in five. <laughs> and then I said, what's your, like, do you like dating? Or he was like, I have a love-hate relationship with it. 
And then I've said when you have had a girlfriend, like what was it about them that made you want to have a girlfriend? Mm. And he said a sense of comfort and reassurance, Aww. which I thought was beautiful. Wow, poetic little Peter. He is a poetic Peter. <laughs> Oh, he's That's so very nice. scrumptious. Oh. This was hilarious. What did you miss most about the single life when you were coupled off, like when you had a girlfriend? And he said the chase. Uh, <laughs> oh, pizza. That's our pizza. <laughs> I smell a pizza. <laughs> but yeah, I swear, it is thrilling, isn't it? And then he said, I said, what? What does a girl do that makes you just cut the cord and end it? Yeah. And he just said, comes on too hard. Ooh, Peter likes a cool oh, girl. Peter. <laughs> you like a coy cool girl, Peter. Ooh, can't go too cheesy with my Peter. Yeah, and he was just like, that's off the cuff. Like, they're the first things that popped into my head. But I thought they were a really nice mix. Peter Pan's got it down. Yeah, it is a good mix. And I think we've heard from, like, those candidates were very, or those lost boys were on kind of either end of the spectrum. One of them is very philosophical. Yes. And the other one's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> but we like both. Oh, very do you, good. Do you have a favourite? You'd go for the latter, Peter. I would, yeah. Yeah. Even though... I, I would too. <laughs> I think. Uh, even though I do like, um, you want someone with emotional intelligence, but I don't know. Yeah, they're both such sweethearts. And I think this is valuable intel. It is. But also what I think is there's many a Peters who have settled down. and a Majority of Peters are going to settle down. Yeah, right. And But I know a shit ton of, sorry, of, but say like party people. Okay. Party people. Oh, party people. I know plenty of party people who... <laughs> Plenty of party <laughs> Yeah, but like they'd be like going out, big sessions, blah 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 blah, and then they bam, bam, <laughs> the opposite of the bolter. They just jolt and become Mister Mrs. Sensible. That's my favorite. And like they're uh, oh, sorry, I just said you. I thought you meant Mister Commitment. Yeah, Mister Commitment, Mister Sensible. Like you know, they're a parent within the year. They've they're married. And then they go from like, they they really, really did their wild child days and then like put it to bed, had their fun. Happy clam. Yeah. Obviously love getting pissed on, a, you know, getting pissed all the time. But like, loves you know, a wedding. Loves a wedding. Where he can bring out his personality. Yeah. Red wine. Shine. Red wine teeth. Babysitter. Laughing at the memories. And of everyone's like, ooh. Ah, days of yore. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. So I think, um. That could be that the Peter Pans when if they do they ever graduate. settle down they graduate yeah, yeah the Peter Pans are the Peter Captain Hook Academy the... <laughs> they made it through yeah I think it's it's funny our relationship with commitment because it's kind of like I didn't really think about it before now and like there obviously is circumstances where like people stay in relationships for fear of being single and for fear of like oh, I couldn't possibly get out there and do that I'll just put up with this shit. So it's almost like the safety of a commitment is and the security that it provides. You're sacrificing all of your happiness because. Or what could be. What could be. And you're withholding. Yeah. Something better. I get it though. Because it's too big. You see it as too big of a risk. 
But I get it if you're in a long-term relationship. Yeah. And you go to a certain point with someone. And then, like, leaving that... You're not saying it's a waste, but I'd say it could feel like, oh, I just wasted a while. Mm, exactly. And, you know, you obviously It's that stay together for the kids thing, be it you have kids or not. Yeah. But it's like, you've been together that long and it's safer. Yeah, than the gamble. Than the gamble of, yeah. like, ending it, doing something for you, and then you don't get what you risked everything for. That was really... And... I love this, dude. Yeah. The other bits, like your childhood impact, that's... Yeah, it's like the support and security that you got from others in the f- in the face of distress impacts how you are. Incredible. Say that the support and security. The support and security. Uh, they they say in your um what the research suggests is th- so they say what inf- influences your attitude to commitment is your childhood and what you experienced. So the support and security from others in the face of distress shapes your relationship with commitment. That is so interesting. Yeah. It, it shapes your attachment style. It affects your commitment. So, oh my God, that's so interesting. So yeah, how any experiences you had as a kid, be it good or bad, that affects how you attach and affects your relationship to commitment. Oh my God, that's so good. Mm. You're a genius. Oh, I'm just regurgitating a paper. Who cares? Who cares? It's all mine. the paper. But it does beg the question though, can you... Can you change your relationship with commitment? Obviously, as we spoke at the beginning of this, I suppose you can because I started out as an avoidant. Then I went into anxious, got into a relationship for the complete wrong reason and it was out of a place of scarcity and all that stuff. And then now it's in a secure place. So it's kind of, it's, I think you can, ch- I d- but I don't know if I consciously changed my relationship with commitment. I think that just kind of happened. This is very like growing and changing. Changing, yeah. Can you really change? But it, it maybe when you're aware, you know, if you're aware of something, that's kind of like half the battle. But yeah, until someone kind of calls you out, going, "I know why you're doing that." Yeah, or yeah. if you like go to therapy and they're like, "Your commitment commitment style is this because, because of, of X, because of that," and then it will probably make a lot of sense. And then you go, "Okay, so I don't need to be so anxious." And then your commitment style changes, and then yeah, I mean, I'd say it requires a lot of work. Yeah. I just don't know where all the poly people fit into this. <laughs> Polyamorous people. Like if you're committed to that's, someone, that's that's going to be a humdinger for, for, for the rest of your evenings, ladies and gents. How can you be, uh, that's where I, it What's your commitment style me. if you're polyamorous? Yeah. You are I'd really an like anxious, to... secure person. <laughs> yeah. But also ambiguous because you're like, ooh, leave me alone. I'm just trying to... Wait, what was the third? Anxious, secure, avoidance. Avoidance, sorry, not ambiguous. Are you all three if you're polyamorous? I don't know. I'd love to flesh this out. You're secure. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I want a bit of everyone. You're... But you're in a relationship, so that's the secure part as well. Yeah. Then you're anxious because you're like, no, I need a few. (laughs) You know, like, oh, no, 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 like, I need a few. One's not enough. And then avoidance is like, I don't want just one. Mm. so yeah and you'll Multiple. keep you're keeping a lot of hobs on the stove well if yeah. I've taught you anything <laughs> it is to keep two <laughs> pots on the hob <laughs> I know um... on that stove only cook and I do eh <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this 360 roller coaster male female relationship relationship roller coaster in-depth analysis 
if you like, I'd really like people's thoughts on the a polyamorous perspective on commitment. If anyone that's polyamorous is listening, yeah, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, that's gonna accompany. I'm really thinking about that my whole way home. I'd love to talk to you like I've spoken to other people about dating mm. or whatever it is. Yeah, just to have a polyamorous paths perspective. Pa- poly- polyamorous pal. Yeah. Because I don't know anyone polyamorous, to my knowledge. No, not really. So please get in touch if you are a part of the community. We'd love to chat to you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to follow Clara and I on Instagram if you want some good energy, good vibes with Pastor Gaz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's at Clazy Cabana and I'm at Soph underscore Lions. Thank you so much for listening. We are mm. loving your listening rights really recently. Yes. They are soaring. Keep spreading that word. Rate, review, spread, subscribe. Spread the good word. <laughs> now, Pastor Gaz. Um, and we have a very exciting episode next week, which I'm buzzing for. We do. Cliffhanger. Woo. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it from us here in the studio. Thanks for stopping by, San Diego. <laughs> 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 <laughs>